And so it was, if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he had looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. This morning I come to tell you, if you've been bitten, God wants you to know that you're going to live. I said you're going to live. He come to take the poison out of the bite. There's poison in the bite. There's poison in the bite. And there has need for us to be free from the bite. I want you to go to John 3 with me. Play just a little bit for me, man of God. John 3, 14, 17. And Moses lift up the serpent in the wilderness. Even so much the Son of Man be lifted. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world. But the world through him, the world, the world, there's a through him. There's a need to not only be of him, there's a need to be through him might be saved. And Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. So even so, the son of man be lifted up. There are things that are lifted in our lives. There are things that are lifted in our lives. Give me one moment and I'll let you be seated. And God is trying to get us to a place where we are seated in our sight. We're, 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 we have a set in our sight. There's need to have a set sight that the poison of that has been lifted up in your life can be dealt with. You may be seated. The bite that was sent to kill and destroy, God is sending something to be lifted up. So you can set your sight and be healed. I want you to understand that there is a mentality and the understanding that we must come to the realization of so we can have endurance as we walk this life of faith. How many of you know that it takes you to believe and also have the principles of understanding faith. Last week we understood that faith is not later, but faith is now. 
Now I'm going to stay at this mode for the sake, but I want you to listen. We learned that faith cannot be later because the Bible say now faith, now faith, what? So anytime I say I'm going to pray in faith, that faith can never be for the later. Yeah, it, it has to be for the now because now faith is. So if faith is not now, it's not faith. It can be believing, it can be hopeful, but, but faith is now. It doesn't mean that whatever faith is into within its hope, that it's not for something that's later, but even the later is in the now. Okay. That's why hope secures you. Because in faith, faith has answered the hope within you. Are y'all staying with me? I say faith has answered the hope within you. Faith is the, come on with me. Faith is the substance of things that are what? So he's saying because the substance has come, it qualified your hope. All right, maybe this is too high. Let me, let me walk you. So substance qualified that, hey, I, the prayer is answered. So that's the faith of it. That the prayer is what? Jesus was saying, God, we thank you that I know you hear me. So this is the confidence that we have in him that he hears us. So faith is now. Faith is a knowing factor of, of him, we knowing that he hears us. And through that hearing, there's a substance that's associated with that faith. Can you say amen? Now I want you to understand I want you to understand because there's many bites of our life that we have to understand that there's a certain setting of our sights that we must have we must learn to maintain sustain and accelerate in okay faith can never be stale last week we also learned that i can't use today's faith with yesterday's prayer Because faith is now. So I know what you, how big you used to pray two years ago. But if we don't get to a place where we have sustainability in that stance of faith, that won't hold you. Can you say amen? Now, 2 Corinthians tells us, and I'm going to paraphrase for the sake of time, that when in the reading of Moses, the veil is still over the people's eyes. In the reading of Moses, in the reason the reading of the scriptures, the veil is still over the people's eyes. But he said, in Christ, the veil is taken away. So there's something that we have to understand about Christ and our walk with Christ that keeps the veil away from us. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? Jews seek after a sign. Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ and him crucified. There is something that we have to understand that there is a lot of seeking. Moses was a, a, a leading of people that were seeking, but never found the destination of their seek. They never found the destination of their, what is not finding the destination of my seek? I'm always doing, but I'm never receiving what I'm called in my doing 
How many of you are tired of praying and not feeling like you're getting an answer? How many of you are tired of, uh, of, of going to church but never getting a, a, an answer? See, see, there's something about what I'm doing and then realizing how do I get to the destination? And what is the destination? We also learned last week that God has given us a hope and a what? Future. He, he came that we have a future and a hope. Yet the Bible says that Christ is the, the hope of so the future and the hope that it was given is Christ. It's what? Christ. So before it's anything else in your life, it has to be what? Israel was on its way to a hope. But the real hope was trying to meet them. I tell you. I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. This is why I came. I came that you might have what? Life. And that more abundantly. So I came that you have a hope and a future. But this Christ, there's something about this Christ that we got to get as we're walking in our way. Can you say amen? There's a need to understand that God is trying to help us to have dimensional recognition in realms and latitude as we go forward. How many know you need dimensional recognition? The Bible says, by faith we understand that the what? Worlds were what? Frame. Actually, put that scripture up. I want them to see it. By faith we understand that the what? Hebrews 11, 33, watch this. By faith, we understand that the worlds, does it have an S on the end of it? Okay, so this is not just one world. I need you to understand that that's not just one world. There are many worlds. So you're not looking at one world. The problem is we keep thinking everybody's in the same world. So when we speak our language in our world, we, we, this, we, we, we don't understand. No, 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 no. That's your world. That doesn't mean that's my world. All right, let's continue. The worlds were framed by the what? Word of God so that the things which are seen were not made by the things which are visible. Stop right there. So by faith, by what? We understand that the worlds were framed. So you cannot understand the framework of a new world outside of the framework of the word. Somebody say there are worlds. You know, one of the greatest dangers is people thinking that everybody live in their world. I remember years ago, I used to work for a company and, 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 and you know, I come from the hood, so I know hood language. But I used to uh, be a manager over a van of people from the hood. Now, I, I qualify what I'm about to say because I'm from it, so I can, I, I know it. But it was interesting because I was trying to let them know that everybody don't live in that realm that you keep talking. So we had van conversations as if everybody experienced the same thing. And I told them everybody don't live in that world. 
So sometimes my world, in my world, my perception, my understanding, my language, I, I start to believe the lie that everybody has an experience and everything is, is governed by this world. And that's not true. Because every world is governed by something. That's why for you who are mature, listen, this is only for a few. You who are mature, who are, there's a frustration that comes upon you and a need for, for a higher level of latitude of, of license through the presbytery. Okay? Because some of our frustrations is because we're judging people from illegitimate places. The fact that you have that knowledge qualifies you for a greater level of government. So you can't, you can't justify your level as if nobody knows what you know. That's a lie. Only the ones that you've been around don't know what you think. All right. I'm going to have to help somebody. Because, see, the problem with a lot of those who are miniature and away from the church is they're mad because people are wrong. And you might be right. We're wrong. But the issue is when you start to believe that your level of maturity is the only thing that's out there. So stay in the search. Because I'm telling you, there are different worlds of government. Many come to this church and I sense God, yes, because there's a different level of government. So the fact that the knowledge that you have qualifies you, you're disqualified by your, your status of what you're judging based on what you know. So it's easy to say where they're wrong. In this room though, no. So what be okay there is not okay here because there's a different qualification of legal of laws that govern what you're qualifying. So you might be, you might be ready for more governmental language but you can't stay in the realm around the people that's lower than you and say, hey, everything is wrong. No, you just haven't met the right world. Tell somebody, I'm meeting my right world. Every time God advances you, you need another world. Every time God moves you, you need another world. Come on, I'm getting out of my old life. This is why your old friends don't work for you if they don't progress with you. All right, Jim. Yeah, you, you, uh, you know what? We used to understand each other, but for some reason I've been growing and I hear a little different. One of your friends, didn't they used to be deep? You used to qualify each other. Yeah, girl. Oh, yeah. Now you go to them, you're like. Well, based on what I've been learning, that's actually not that deep. So the word is starting to mess you up. It's taking you out of rooms and putting you into new worlds. Come on, somebody. God is trying to move you out of rooms and put you into new worlds. The problem, though, don't get stuck in your mind of thinking you're the only one. Don't get so mad at the church that you don't know that you're the one that's supposed to come. Somebody say many worlds, many worlds, many worlds, many worlds, many worlds, many worlds. So by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the what? Word of God, which means every world 
is governed by your government. Love is a government. How many know God is love? How many know God is love? You know, the problem with the church, though, is we run with love, but we don't realize love is a government. And love cannot be love without a government. Because if love don't have a government, love can be anything. How many know homosexual love to them is love? But you can't say nothing because all everything we've been talking about is just love. So when they say, hey, I'm loving you, I don't even know how to do they deal with that. I'm stuck now. Yeah, because you've been running on this love thing, but you got to understand love as a government. So real, hold on, there's a, see the government of love is governed by something. Something holds it. Something sustains it. So you have to understand the government of love so you can understand the balance of scripture and the word of God in the context that you're called to establish so people can understand who God really is. Can you say amen? amen. Now, I want you to understand that as God is tell, take, taking the veil off of your eyes, as he's, as he's uh, uh, taking the veil off of your eyes, he has need to set your sight, set, somebody say set. You need to learn to have a set sight. You know what a set sight is? A set sight is I not, listen to me, even if I'm, I take a misstep, I know what to get back to. I, I shared with you previously, sporadic Christianity in the church has to go. <laughs> what did I say? Sporadic Christianity. What is sporadic Christianity? We are everywhere and always, and we think God is saying everything. There's no definition. It's, it's confusion. Everybody hear God saying everything. We're everywhere. And all, you got 10 different things God told you last week. We don't know where to start with you. Well, if you're not mature, you don't know where to start. And we qualify that God might not be qualifying at the moment. It does not mean he's disqualifying the person. It's just he's disqualifying the position without the maturity. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? So we have need to define our life. What is God doing in your life this, right now? He's defining it. Somebody say Definition. He's positioning to bring definition. Why? Because when he sets you, you can have accelerated faith positionally. Now you know what God is doing. Can you say amen? There is something that God is trying to reveal. He's trying to reveal. How many of you know that he said, I put a treasure in you? I put a what? A treasure that's wrapped in earthen vessel. Somebody say the treasure is in me. He's put a treasure in you. Now, for you to interpret the worlds that are framed, you got to un understand how to unlock the treasures. What did I just say? For you to interpret the worlds that are what? Framed by the word of God, you got to understand how to unlock the what? Treasure. 
Where's the treasure? Is in what? Now, why would God hide treasure around flesh? Can y'all go down this road just a little bit? You would think, God, you wouldn't put that in there. You wouldn't put that there. Now, we, we, I have to be careful because I have to bring balance because the church has heard your flesh is bad, and that's not true. It's the government of your flesh that's bad, which means the carnal nature of your flesh. Your flesh is not bad. God said, I've created you. I've made you perfect. I've knit you together. So your flesh is not bad. What governs it, what the mind that you govern it by is bad. No, no, no. He made you for pleasure. I wish I had time. That's why he has to make sure that your soul is situated so he knows that you desire after him and you're not controlled to try to serve him. I wish I had time. That, that, that's why you got to not cast off what he said is yours. God has need for pleasuring you in the right place. How can you go testify to me and you're not pleasured? You don't even like your. You're not even happy your. You disgusted, busted, broke. And you mad and you trying to tell me about. Now, listen, listen, listen. Some of y'all went deep. Oh, see, I know. I, that's why I don't say nothing past. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. Don't go down that road. Don't go in the car. Some of y'all just jump right in there. I know that's me, huh? No, stop it. Please stop that. What I'm trying to get is the root of that religion that's stuck in you. The root of that broken doctrine that's stuck in you. That the poor say I'm rich. So what you're looking at, you got, it's not situated on the outside first. What I'm telling you is something that's on the inside first. That's why I said, don't you judge what, you, what I'm saying, because you're missing what I'm saying. You're missing what I'm saying. By default, you went on the outside. And the problem is, that's our issue. We do everything on the outside. Israel couldn't get out of their outside. I'm used to slavery on my outside. At least they fed me, but I'm used to slavery on my outside. And I prayed for freedom and deliverance, yet God had a promise and led me out. That's a blessing. But I couldn't get out of my outside. Because when God wanted to meet me to do something within my inside, I cast that off to stay on the outside. Sometimes my prayer for freedom, without me getting position right, I'm still stuck on my outside when God is trying to do something within my inside. He sent a serpent all right, let, 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 let's finish some scripture because before I go there, see, when I read this, I say, I, I wanted to tell you that God is coming to deliver you from the serpent. But this is the, let me say, this is interesting. 
Because the same God that's going to deliver you is the one that sent the serpent. I think that'll help you hear just a little bit better. What do I do when the same God that came to deliver me is the same God that introduced me to this place? I knew I wasn't going to get a lot of amens right there. Reach him. He said, I send it. Because I need my people to understand what I put in that vessel. What I put in that earthen vessel, it, it has to be dissected properly. I put a security clearance inside of it. You, you ever tried to do something but it had a security code to it? Yeah, it, it, there's a security clearance. That has to be broken. And the reason why I did that security clearance, because for those who are not of me, won't get my stuff. See, I'm not talking to you because you are him. But I set a security clearance so that way, whoever is not of me won't access me. How many of you are getting this? So you have to understand God's, 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 you, you got to understand what God is trying to do here. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? There, there's need for us to understand security clearances. There's need for us to understand how God and what is God trying to do in me to get through me. It's interesting. See, I, I know what to do when the devil sends an issue. Maybe I'm starting too early. It's interesting. I know what to do when an adversary sends an issue. But it's interesting when, when God sends it. Uh, think, think with me. See, 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 many of us are stuck with, we like to blame the devil for everything. For the last couple of years, we've been blaming the devil. The devil must be at this. 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 God sent the serpent. The one to bite. And he sent another one so the set people can be healed. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying this morning? Let's go a little deeper. This is why we must understand realms of the flesh. This is why you have to understand that your battle, how many of you know Christ finished the work? How many know Christ finished the work? Amen. How many know that's why you have grace? Yeah. Amen. Now, you got to understand what your cross is, though. You got to understand what your what? Because you have a nature, you got to understand the cross is dealing with your realm of your flesh. 
has nothing to do with God. It has to do with our realm of our flesh. And when we have not learned to crucify this realm called flesh, we don't realize the application or the ramifications to get that treasure. That earth and vessel is too loud for you to continue to seek out that which the treasure is trying to bring to you. Somebody said the treasure is within. Come on, say the treasure is within. You have need to search. This is why we've been talking about prayer lately. You know why? Because I have to teach a people that stop having a prayer point before a position. Your, your point cannot be before a position. I'm going to say that one more time. Your point cannot be before a position. If my point is before my position, I'm already sharing that I love and worshiping the car rather than the destination. God, how many of y'all know prayer is a vehicle? It's a vehicle to what? A destination. We've made, we, we, we've made the vehicle the destination. How many of y'all ever seen, how many of y'all know people that's car people? Y'all like, I'm one too, pastor. You ever seen them pull their car up in front of the house? They're like, look at that. Everything they do, they got to wash it. They got to make sure you don't touch it. They got to cover it. They take your shoes off. Don't look at it too hard. You know, they got to park it right. Sometimes they even go on weekends just to ride it, not going nowhere. But just to show, look at me, baby. Look at me. Look at what I'm driving. Hey, hey, you see it? Yeah. That's how our prayer lives are. We're driving, but we're going nowhere. And God is saying, I've got to fix this issue because we've learned to worship the vehicle, not the destination. And until I get my people to understand that I am the destination, they can come out saying they prayed and really get a power out of prayer. Prayer without power is not prayer. I wasn't supposed to be that blunt that fast. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Which means I don't pray to get nothing out of it. That's what has happened with the church. We have language, but the power has been depleted. He said, because of the traditions that you do and say, you make my word to no effect. And I'm beyond words. This is the problem. See, the word has to learn to be preeminent in you, that power be erected out of you. If need, then talk. But if don't need, let the power work. See, we've only learned one realm. That's why we talk about the anointing all the time. I'm anointed. You anointed. Well, that's also, there's a realm called glory. There's a realm called the body. There's a realm that the spirit of God can be preeminent in you. And your shadow can touch. You can look at somebody and they get shivers. 
by your look. So we, we've learned these practices that God is saying, I have to help them understand something. Because for you to have sustainable faith, enduring faith, somebody say enduring faith. How many of you know the Bible says, listen, for those who endure to the end, I don't want to be nowhere that's not going to give me the principles for enduring. I wasn't going to share it. I, I had a, a, a really interesting dream last night. And it kind of shocked me. God said, I, 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 see, the road is narrow. The road is what? And we have, there, there's need to understand God and how he works, how he walks, how he talks. And we're living in a generation, and, and, and out of, this is what I say about the dream. Out of that, I've realized something. We're losing the seriousness of our God. Though we preach love and grace, that does not mean it's not serious. That does not mean is what? And we have so many options in the body of Christ that God has to deal with. Oh, this optionary body, this optionary Christianity, this optionary stuff. But see where the balance comes is, see, we, we cannot force feed. But there's need for believers to have more influence than keep talking, which means let your talk dis display your walk. I said, let your talk display your walk. Don't tell me you deep in your mouth and you can't walk. Let your talk get in alignment with your. All right, let's go in. Prayer is a what? It's a vehicle to what? A destination. a destination. Don't ever forget that. If you don't know prayer is the vehicle, you're going to worship your prayer. Which most believers do. Because if I ask you, what did you get out of that? Usually it's nothing but waiting on God. By definition, that tells me we have not gotten the principles of prayer. However, the average person can relocate you and put you in the right alignment. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? How many of you know if we're going to live this life, it's better to do it the right way? Come on, I don't, don't just, I don't want to just do something and just do it. There's need to come out in faith. But I can't hold, say, I'm like God in faith, and then I'm still saying I'm like the world. How in the world does that work? And I'm not going to even say like the world. I'm still in my nature. This is why God has to facilitate the goodness of himself on you. This is why he trains you through goodness. And then when he sees that you got it, watch this. He removes it sometimes to teach you how to stay with it. That's why it's need for you to learn dependence on grace. <laughs> 
You say, what is God doing with me? Can I tell you the end goal? It's for you to depend on grace. It's for what? Do you know what a dependent man on grace means? See, the problem is we only know one grace called saving grace. It's very interesting. We haven't learned the other one, and that's the only way to stay in faith. Uh-oh, that's going to mess somebody up. I'm going to say it again. We only know the one called the saving grace for a believer, but we haven't learned the one that he says for you to walk in faith. For those who are led by the of God, they are the sons of God. Those who are what? Led. What does it mean to be led? Y'all all right? I know we want to shout, but we're going to learn. What does it mean to be led? What awareness of that spirit must I know for today to be led? How much grace, ability, I must walk in on a day-to-day basis to be led? Oh, well, if we haven't learned that. Of course, we think it's on everything on the outside. You just go to this meeting, you go to this church service, you get a prophetic unction out there, you visit God here, you go, you everywhere. When he's saying no, you learn the grace from the faith that I gave you right here. And when you master that level, then you step into a new level of faith. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? So it's needful that we understand the God particle of us now. God, what are you doing in me? with what I have of you. He's put a treasure in you. I said he put a treasure in you. But it's wrapped around something. Can you say amen? How many of you stand with me so far? So I want you to understand God is trying to get something in us and through us. And you have to understand always that by faith we understand. So understanding doesn't come outside of faith. Believing don't even bring understanding. Faith brings. Now believing pushes you into faith. All right. Do the devil have faith? No. He believes. The Bible says even the devil believes and trembles. But faith working through what? Love. But faith working through what? So he don't have faith. He believes. He has to believe because he's seen that which was from. Uh, so, so I can know something of God and think that's faith. I can what? Know something of God. And think that's faith, not knowing that it's trying to push me into the faith. Prayer is a vehicle. Can I tell you another vehicle? You ready? The scriptures are a vehicle. See, I got to teach you the vehicles. See, you won't understand the destination. See, we're going to realize what we've actually been worshiping. For us to get the right outcome, you got to know what was actually the thing to worship and what was actually the vehicle to the worship. 
You, you see, see, the problem is, how many of you know what the scriptures are? They're a testament. I can go deeper. It's not needful. The Bible says, all right, before we get to the Bible, the problem is we've qualified reading the Bible. We've qualified what? Now, how many know you need to read the Bible? How many know you can't grow without knowledge? So reading is vital that you can show yourself approved. But reading was not the destination. I'm going to say it one more time. Reading is vital to get to the destination. But reading was not the destination. Now we're talking about enduring faith. Now we're starting to see why people are not enduring. Because if we don't understand the destination, we're going to keep worshiping the vehicle to the destinations. Have you spent time with God? Yeah, I read for an hour. I don't care if you read for five hours and 10 minutes. Unless the word you read get into you, you are limited. It's, it, it, now, remember, knowledge is needed. Let, let's go real quick. Let's go real quick. John 5. John 5, 37. John 5, 37 through 43. How many are learning something so far? See, we've learned in the church. That's why people say, you want to get your life together? Go read the Bible. I've never seen that in the Bible. You see, if I went down the line of the modalities, that things that we say, you stop running from God. See, we haven't broke that down yet. I only run from a voice that I'm not familiar with. Uh-oh. See, we got a lot of quotes, and we don't know. We might be the stumbling block to people's deliverance. Uh-oh. I, I know somebody. Just, I know I, I got at least one hallelujah in here. Glory to God. I don't want to be the stumbling block to somebody's deliverance because of my religious traditions that I say and do. No, you don't run from God when you have, know the voice. Because if I knew God to that extent, I know a man cannot step back. So if I'm stepping back, I don't know what I think I know. You need to stop running from God. Well, if I'm running, I might be scared of the voice. So if you're scared, you already broken the elementary principle. So that tells me you're not here. Uh-oh, we're reading now. Because the first principle is faith towards God. So faith towards God establishes the love of God in you. So that comment shouldn't even come out. I'm just showing y'all the different levels of worlds. While everybody think, just because we don't say it don't mean we're not reading Are y'all getting it? At a certain level, that's different, but not at that one. 
Because if I can break down just what the love, the average person that tells me they run from God, they did not understand the totality of that love that governed God. Oh, y'all understand what I'm saying? You don't run from what's for you. I say you don't run from which what? If you know he's for you, watch this. You, like Paul would say, I glory in my infirmity. That's a man who knows God. I wish I wish somebody was up this morning. A man who knows God because he knows God is so good. That's that's why. Uh, 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 who didn't want to go across to save the people? God ate by the way. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? That's why Jonah didn't want to go. That's a man who knows. I know you, God. I want to save them. See, that's someone who knows their God because God is always long-suffering. God is always waiting on you to get ready. He's not pushing you beyond your knowledge of him. But we're stuck in this system of our mind thinking God is something and we're somewhere that the church and people had lied to you about. That's why those who are mature in knowledge have to come back to the fold of maturity with the presbytery minds. This is why. Because our judgment is pre the application of understanding what was supposed to be fulfilled here. If the fullness of the gospel hasn't been preached, I can't judge you on that level yet. Now, uh-oh, y'all hearing now. You hear? So now, yeah, 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 yeah. Because of my judgment, it's pre your understanding. I'm prejudging before your understanding. So we got a world that don't understand the prayer and form of the gospel. So I, we can't throw that. So God is not even doing that yet. So this is why even on every level, you have to be checked where you are. Because you can easily be a Pharisee and not know it. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I can't expect from you what's not in you. That shows us that our trust has been in the flesh. Because I'm asking you to be something based on the outside. But I haven't learned myself to check on the, come on somebody, that's the issue. You've been in church how long? Mm. You still, you still, you still dealing with that? You are too. That's why you're talking like that. Oh, oh, y'all didn't know that was a principle too. See, sometimes when I'm critical like that, I haven't somewhere in me too haven't been free. Oh, that wasn't a guesstimate. I can give you principles according to it. That's why he said, before you check their eye, I need you to wipe yours. Get real good into it, real good, and get, get all everything out of it. Because the measure that you want to judge, just because you're looking at the sin that's different, doesn't mean it's not. See, on your level of government, you can be a rebellion too. The problem is you're judging your level with their level. I told you that from the get-go. So just because you at the club, 
I can still be in those disobedience even though I'm not at the club. And mine can be more grievous even though you got the beer in your hand. Uh oh. Our judgment is off. And it's difficult. It's, 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 see, we have to, it's like we're bringing government with the love and we're trying to help the church to understand. It's not one without the other. It's that and two. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? All right, I got to get down, down to this thing. Yes, I got 10 minutes. How many of y'all are learning something? Go to John 5, 37. This is one of our problems. See, you know what? Today we learn in the vehicles. Verse 37, you ready? And the Father himself who sent me has testified of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form, but you do not have his word abide you. It doesn't mean that you didn't have it. You just don't have it up. It doesn't mean that you don't have it. It just means you don't have it up abiding in you. Because whom he sent, him you do not believe. You search the, you search the, what are you searching? For in them you think you have what? Eternal life. And these are they which testify. They what? Testify. What do they do? Testify. What do scriptures do? Oh, so it's a vehicle. It's not God. It's the vehicle. I'm sorry to close some of y'all doors. It's a what? It testifies. Who is it testify? Of me. But you are not what? Willing to what? Come to me. That you may have what? Are you telling me that the scriptures don't even have the life? But it points to the life? Y'all like, I ain't never heard something like this in no church. Because all my life, I thought the words of God was the word of God. Y'all better hear me. Yeah. I thought the words of God was the. And I didn't know the word of God is. All right. The word of God comes out of the words from God. These are the words from God, the inspiration of the words from God. But the word of God in you comes through the heart alignment. So the whole time, we've been trying to fill ourselves up with reading. But he's saying you missed something. That was for the point for you to come to the light. For you to see and then be sold. If you see, I need you to learn to be sold. It was a testament to come to the destination. 
I'm the head and not the. Okay, so I can say that. But until the anoma, the character of that is highlighted, is illuminated in me, I'm still wording it. I'm not illuminated in it. So it's needful that the word search starts. <laughs> so now that I see the word, you hear the word, you believe the word. Watch this. Now when you go and begin to pray, the word will have need for that word to be illuminated in you. Because when that word is illuminated in you, it's going to deal with the you that was against it. It's going to deal with the you that didn't believe it in the beginning. It was going to deal with the you, it, all kinds of particles of you. How many of y'all getting this? <laughs> but you were not willing to what? That you may have what? No. In every world, there's a revealing of life. In every world, there's a revealing of what? That's why you get excited. How many of y'all saw something come off your eyes? And you're like, oh my goodness. Now, let me ask you, why you didn't get that last time? Because you came into a new world. <gasps> there are levels to the word of God. But there are security clearances. And he had to set the security mechanism to make sure that those who don't want him can't get into the treasure. But that wasn't for you. Because you were the one that he did not try to hide it. He wasn't trying to hide it from you. That's why he said, I've given you a mystery in the mystery. Somebody say word search. Word search. I, the mystery was supposed to illuminate the word so that you can see your inner parts. And the word is so illuminated in you, it brings a new level of life. Can you say amen? All right, let me slow down. Let's, let's get back in position here. You search the scriptures thinking that it gives what? Why is that important? Because if we, church, don't get out of some of the systematic practices of the way we do things, what you don't know is people are talking about, even we talking about ourselves. I know we gather together, but internally you're talking about what's, you, you, you can see that it's not working. How much more the world can seize? God is calling us to be an influence of a word. Somebody say influence of a word. The kingdom is not in word, but it's in power. It's in what? Power. That's why Paul would say, I did not come to you in the excellency of speech, in the testimonies of God. What is the testimonies of God? He's telling you, I didn't even come with this Bible story. All right, we missed that. 
I didn't come with you in a testament so, so in the excellency of speech. So you can say ooh and ah and ooh and a and oh, but I came so the power of God can be manifested and your faith shall not be in the wisdom of man, but in the, in the of God. He's separating something. That my church has made this thing about a talking thing. And they've never learned the power levels of who I really am. I say they've never learned the power levels of who I really am. Outside of the goosebumps. Do they know my power at work? Do they know my power in their home? Do they know my power in their relationships? Do they know my power in their marriage? Do they know my power? The power to deal with their mental, emotional, psychological issues. Do they know my power? Or are they still stuck on the outside being bit by a snake because their sex is wrong? Set your eyes on the reality of heaven where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. We're too low, saints. That's why we get getting bitten. See, 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 this is why you never justify your, your pain or your biting. Anything that has happened in your life, never give it that, that. Stop legitimizing it. Even if it's happening, don't, listen, whatever you do, I don't care if you're going through it, don't legitimize it. I feel this, but it's not me. I'm going through this, but... The devil will work you, work you, work you to make it you. When, what was a snake become an anaconda? And because we didn't deal with it as a snake, we got to deal with it as an anaconda. So deal with the snake and say, this is not me. I'm just going to a new level of power. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just looking at more words to set my sight. Oh, I'll be out of this in no time. I'll be out of this in no time. Oh, this is just a state in the stage, baby. Do not qualify. I know it might come upon you. Don't qualify it. Don't legitimize it. The devil just want to know, will you legitimize it? Let me show your God. Watch this. Look at that. You, it's you, ain't it? Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. I do what I don't want to do, Paul. I don't want to do what I'm doing. I don't want to do what I'm doing. How many of you know people are crying out not wanting to do what they're doing? But you, we're sold in their face and we don't know it. Some of the hardest ones don't want to do what they're doing. But shame and guilt have made them mad. Not finding the answer have made them mad. You have to understand the gospel. This is why he says the good news. And the good news is, I did not expect you to be right. That's why you had to come to me. If you can get it by yourself, what in the world did I come for?
So yes, the mature man would say, I will rather glory, why? In my infirmity. That the power, there go that power again, that power, the power, the, you, if you get power, oh, you're dangerous. So prayer is a vehicle to power. Reading his scriptures is a vehicle to tell somebody, plug into power, plug into power, plug in. I came to free you today because, see, your issue was not your issue. The issue is that you did not know that your vehicle, now we're going to start your vehicle and we're going to bring it to power. God, why have I been Because they didn't know. Just transit. Get to the power. That wasn't the thing. I prayed. But prayer, I never said prayer was going to get you out. Outside of my power. Are you understand what I'm saying? I never said just praying or do it. No, many people pray. Many religions pray. But what is the destination? What's the destination? Power. See, men of God know the destination. When you come out of the room, no, it's no, there's, in this realm, if you say you pray, there's no such thing as being the same. There's no what? Are y'all all right here in that church? There's, it's no such thing. You can't keep where you were and say you prayed. It's not to judge any prayer. It's to put us in the right position of prayer. What is prayer? And how are we getting there? Somebody say search, search. What is prayer trying to do? It's trying to retrieve the treasure. I know I got five minutes. God, I wish I had another hour. It's trying to do what? But this is the interesting. It's wrapped in flesh. <laughs> He's trying to get me to the treasure. But the issue is it's wrapped in my flesh, God. All right, let's go to the last scripture. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Go to Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Glory to God. Glory to God. How many know God's grace is sufficient? See, God's power rests on his word. God's power rests on the what? A Friday nighter's at. Woo-hoo! Give me a woo-woo. Woo-woo. Y'all better, hey, y'all better start coming out. God be moving. Hey, we be on the ground. These young adults hungry. God be opening doors and rounds. Oh. And the power comes in. Why am I saying that? Because we can just be talking and the power comes in. I didn't preach. We're talking. 
Everybody sharing, and the power just hits the room. Why did it come? It came to affirm the word. Can you say glory to God? Thank God for affirming my voice. It's getting better. Glory to God. Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Y'all ready? Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, lay, let us, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so in, easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. How do we do that? You ready? Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher. So he, our, did he finish our faith? Oh, oh. Who for the joy that was set before him, all right, this is important. He did what? Endured the cross, despised the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of God, of the throne of God. Now, I want you to understand something. Because, see, the, 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 the issue with our sustainability in faith our endurance is where our set, our sight is set. Is what? Where are you set? And what keep moving you? What snake bite that the poison keep making you shake? What has bitten you that you can't shake it off? For the joy that was set. <laughs> All right, let's break this down. Looking unto who? He's the author and the finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set be what? He did what? Our issue, watch this, we're trying to endure and we don't see anything. Okay, all right, I'm going to help somebody this morning. I, can I help you? You know what the problem? We keep trying to endure, but you don't see anything. So God knows that you don't just endure. That's why he said don't fight the wind. That's why believers who always fight in the devil, that's a problem. Don't always fight the devil. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I'm, all, I'm always in a fight. You had a devil over here. I need 10 prayer warriors. To do what? To pay your bill? You need 10 prayer warriors to pay your bill. Oh, we, you got me in prayer for hours because your bill? Oh, that's what we do today. Because you know, I'm the, who, have, who have you told the gospel this week? 
You need 10 priorities. I'm not judging. I want you to understand our lingo. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? No hard feelings. For the joy that was set be, he endured. Know this, you will never endure when you don't see. Write it down. I can never endure to the point that I don't see. So that makes sense why he's trying to set me. So my sight can be set. And then endure the cross. Watch this, watch this, watch this. That sight also will do this. Make me unashamed of the gospel. It will do what? One of the biggest issues of the church today, we still trying to befriend the world. And you keep forgetting your Bible says, if you are friends with the world, you're not, a, no, 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 we're not together. The, what he's talking about is the system. And we are rather compromised with the system rather than influence the system. I'm more worried about what you think about me than what you need to see through me. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. I'm more worried about what you're thinking about me because I got to make sure I show love. I don't want not to look like not a Christian. And in that process, you're being compromised. You don't know it. You're being compromised. The fact of the thought is compromised. I don't want to look not like a Christian. No, 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 no. You better learn how to be an influence to the mind. We have, we have, oh, I wish I could talk about it. That's why we, that's why we've, that's why we've concluded the way we do church today. We don't know God is still the head of the church. So the way we do church is through a normal world system. So we bring the application of that system and we try to duplicate it. So we actually don't know what the real biblical term of church is. We don't, it's, it's, it's foreign. Because we've taken on world systems. And he said, if you're, if you're, trying, to, you, 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 you're trying to get them the way I didn't tell you to get them. They're trying to get them the way I did. What? So God cares about maturity. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Now, he said, if you love the world, the love of the Father can't be in you because I'm different from the world system. Are you compromised by the system? How can you lead with my system and be an influence of my system and you're stuck in the system? Well, you know, I don't. I just don't want to. I just don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Hey, you you don't think they you don't you think they care about your feelings? It makes it seem like the world has some kind of thing on you. The problem is we're misunderstanding what love is and how we apply it. That's the problem. God did not say compromise your conviction and the commitment. He said speaking the truth in what? Love. I don't move for nobody. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. 
and I don't compromise my words. I might now. It's not what you say; it's how you say it. If you're doing it wrong, I'm gonna say the right thing, but I might smile. But I'm gonna say the right thing. I'm not gonna compromise the gospel to befriend you. I'm not gonna bend his word. But I'll say it in such a way that you realize I do love you. And when you're ready, we can go down the road. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So these are maturity points that you have to learn so you can stop compromising. Well, you know, I don't want to do that. I don't think they're going to say something about that. Who told you that? All right, glory to God. Looking unto who? There's a sight. Are people holding you back? You know, I, I was about to move on, but I, are people really holding you back? Are you more afraid of people than God? See, God has to check you that you're willing to go alone before he allow you to some worlds. I wish I had time. Because of the abundance of revelation that I have, God has given me a form. Because of what I know, this is good for me. Because of what I know, this is good for me. That I always rely on the grace of God. To know that this power did not come from me. It came from him. God, just free me totally. No. I want to make sure you always got to reach that grace. I want to make sure you always got to pray like that. I want to make sure that you always got a sense like that. I want to make sure that you depend on me. That you, you don't even feel right without me. You're going to know when you didn't pray enough. You're going to know when you didn't fast enough. Your dependency is going to be so strong that you're going to feel weird without me. That's called his children that has learned his grace. No, you're going to learn. You're not going to move the way you want to move. So he has to wonder why does his people are so comfortable in common carnality. So I have to teach them that sometime I send the serpent because they didn't realize it was that which turned them around. <laughs> because if they didn't thought about it, without the issue, they wouldn't have been at the point of what they're hearing now. <laughs> because they would have been so comfortable in commonality so sometimes I got to make sure. That's why, I say, hey, I've learned to learn quickly. Somebody say, get it quickly. Get it quickly. 
God, what you trying to say right here? I'm going to learn it right now. Because he has to give you, he knows, he loves you that much that he's not trying to put you before the capacity of him. That's why his grace is in every part of your weakness because he made it for you not to make it without him. Okay. He made it for you not to make it without him. So God, if you made it for me not to make it without me, I better learn to start setting. Set your sights on the reality of what? He endured for the joy that was set before him. What was on the outside, now God is saying, I have on the inside. The search that used to be on the it's now needing to be on the because the treasure is and when you realize that treasure you start the search and the more you start that search you 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 the joy of knowing that the treasure is there there's a treasure in me that's exciting Wait, there's healing in there. There's deliverance. There's breakthrough. Whoa, whoa, God. Whoa, God, that's in me. Oh, God, that's in me. God, that's in me. That's a joy there. God, I know, I know where my help come from. God, bring it out. Bring that treasure out. Illuminate that treasure. Tell somebody I'm going to start my search. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, what, I, what I've been looking for has actually been there a long time in me. But he set a security clearance there. There's a security. Uh, what was the thing they put in different devices? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to secure this place. That those who don't don't who those who do not get the clearance through heart containment towards me, they won't get it. But it wasn't for you. You was not supposed to be rejected from it. It was for you because you're children of God. So as your heart stays towards Him, He say, "Look, look, look, look. Let me set the table before you." Isn't that beautiful? Watch this. Let your soul like it. So you undermine that and stay with that. And when that brings joy to your soul, watch this. It makes your flesh do a different thing. I wish I had time. It it makes you act a different way. It makes you know something that everybody don't know. You start to know that God is. You start to know he is a healer. He is a deliverer. He is a way maker. He does provide. He is. What is the word doing? It's searching. Because when the treasure is illuminated, it pleases the soul. 
it transferred what the soul was relying on and repositioned it. And when that treasure happens within and it's illuminated, watch this. By default, the world changes on the outside. <laughs> so the inner treasure reveals the worlds that are framed. Say, wow, what I used to curse, I realize this is a blessing. God is calling you to a deeper search. He's calling you to a what? Because there's treasure that's in need to be found. That's in need to be dissected. But we got to break the security code called heart. Coming from the outside and making sure that word hits you on the a word that you read that you don't experience is one that won't be kept. It's one that won't be lived. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? So I've known that I don't just quote scripture. I better learn to live that scripture. Because God didn't want to just be read. He wanted to be felt. He wanted to be experienced. That's the New Testament way of living. He wanted to be what? Felt. He wanted to be experienced. And believers have cast off the experience to be deep. And real deepness is the experience. And through the experience, watch this. Oh, I wish I had time. Through the experience, watch this. You not only have the knowledge you go beyond knowledge. He said, the love, the love, the height, the width, the depth that surpasses knowledge. That what? When you learn love of God, watch this. It passes knowledge. It does what? I'm, I'm trying to get a principle to you. The problem is we're stuck in knowledge. And knowledge is only good if you allow it to push you into love. So knowledge is one level. But that knowledge was supposed to push you into love to be edified. Watch this. And then now the love that the body said, come, the Bible said, brings us into unity. The understanding brings us into unity. Watch this. It surpasses knowledge. That's around where you know his ways. That's a realm that you what? That you learn is what? A person who knows his ways. See, see, you got to be careful. People who qualify by men, that don't mean they always qualify by God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you, I would rather be qualified by God than by men. Because many more know, his, know him, but don't know his ways. So if you don't know his ways, you could be shortcutted from him knowing you. That's why he said in the last days, many will come in my name saying what? Lord, Lord, have I not did what? It's in your name, that in your name. But he said, you knew me. 
I did not know. Okay, that was a love issue. That was a what? That was a love issue. Because faith was supposed to be working through love. I, that's why I, this is why I didn't this is why I didn't know you because you didn't know my ways. So I'll tell you go right and you go left. You didn't know my ways. So that means you're not knowing me. I'm telling you something, you're not listening. That's why I said I was mad with that generation, Israel. Not that it didn't follow Moses, but they did not know my ways. When you know God's ways. It simplifies your walk. That's not it. That got a face on it, but that's not it either. Uh, we working. You 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 start to see. Mm, because the person who knows God's ways, watch this. They're close to His heart. I wish I had time. Because I just told it's a love deal. So those who love Him, the after his heart he sows his ways but there's another war that the church didn't know about those who have knowledge and those who knows his ways so sometimes you have to correct the knowledge with those who know his ways because knowledge cannot be a person who knows the way that's why knowledge has to be positioned in the right world are y'all hearing what I'm saying don't just run with knowledge because knowledge puffed up is dangerous. But if that knowledge doesn't get into intimacy, you become a pharmaceutical doctor. You look at everything from the application of knowledge, which is not bad. Watch this. But you won't know how, the way God wanted to do it with the soul. <laughs> Even though you knew the right thing, you did it the wrong way. Oh, come on, somebody. So you keep thinking because you say the right thing. It's way beyond that. I can be convicted because I did it the wrong way. So it was beyond you knowing it. Did you know how to do it? How you do it matters. Because that place of carnality couldn't handle you doing it wrong. And remember, I love. I know you're going to save them. That's why I had to tell them like that. You know, they said something to me, so, you know, I had to share. I, I told them the truth. I did my job. Ah. Did you leave with peace? No. God so loved his world that he did what? He did what? Everything that God gave is what you're supposed to be a carrier of. Everything he gave, we're supposed to carry. Stand to your feet if you can. There's need to put the word of God in the right order.
Because God wants a mature church. He wants a church that he can lean on. That souls can depend on. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I don't know about you. I'm tired of hearing about the bad stuff that's going on in church. When this is supposed to be a house of healing. A house of prayer. But God can plug the wrong when we can submit to the spirit through love for what is right. God has need to position us. He has need for us to set our sight. And when we set our sight, God wants to heal you from the bite of the world, the bite of your past. The bite of your mind, your mindset. Something has bitten us because we've been on ground too long. How many of you know when you're on the ground, the serpent can bite you? But God say, hey, just because you got bitten, that don't mean you need to stay there. Mm-hmm. Moses, put, 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 watch this. I'm going to use what bit you. I'm going to put it on the cross to show you what I did to it. You have need to look at what bit you on the cross. And when you see what bit you on the cross, you will know that I'm the God. Some of us, the poison of our bite has been corrupting us for years. Our past, and God is saying, I need you to just set this sight. If you can just see me, get your eyes off the bite. And just look, look, I said it this way. Some of you need to learn to exercise your faith. Somebody say exercise your faith. faith. If you ever feel something in your body, start talking. Watch this. Say in the name of Jesus. Start setting your sight with the word. Watch this. Practice. You got to learn to practice in the name of Jesus. I declare, I, I can hit my big toe and that thing so I say, in Jesus' name, I'm here. Yeah. And it hurt about the one, one more minute, but about that minute, I done forgot it was there. Yeah. Yeah. Practice the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy, I got a headache. Mom, I got a headache. Practice it. Don't run to the cabinet first. Yeah. Say in the name of Jesus. See, we don't do that because something has corrupted our belief. We're not trying to save our family anymore. Something is wrong. Something has sucked us, sucked out the compassion and the passion because our sight has been moved. God is looking for fearless believers again. Fear, not fearful, fearless. Because the love of God will cast out all. Cast out all fear. Those who love their life will what? But those who learn to lose their their life will find it. You know how to find life all the time? Start so. Start to do what? 
How many of y'all happy in the flesh? You're not happy in the world. How many of y'all feel the weight of this world? How many of y'all feel all this trauma and drama and crime? You tired, Jesus. Can I get a day off, God, one day? Put me to sleep for three days and I just... But he told you in the world you will have what? Come on, saints. Stop making the devil make it deep for you. We're making it confusing. And he's saying it's not that confusing. Watch this. In the world, you're going to have problems. So did you wake up with a problem? Yes, good. It was supposed to be there. You ready? Now let's get to help. Go to the room. Close the door. And don't leave until something comes happen. <laughs> we move from the simplicity of the gospel. Now you wake up and you try to look at five different revelations just to get free. God, give me a scripture. He told you in the world you're going to have problems. That is the scripture. Come on, sister. But he's taken the simplicity out of it. Now we feel like we need 10 classes to break through. It's a lie. It's a what? Lie. You know, I'm stuck in this generational curse. No, you're a new creation. Y'all, see, you got to learn how to just step into the word. Stop. See, that's a caste system in itself. You got 10 hoops to get to be breakthrough. Who told you that? You know, this generation. No, 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 no. Jesus said, in me, you are, you are adopted now. You are a new creation. Now that you're a new creation, watch this. This is your possibility. Come up on the stage and keep your eye on me. Let me show you how easy it is to break a generational thing. That easy. Why? Because I'm a new creation. I know y'all never heard that because they told you, you got to go 100 things before you can get breakthrough. So now you're at home thinking, well, I'm on my 55th one now. I got about two more weeks before my breakthrough. Faith is now. Come on, church. Faith is now. Faith is now. So when I go pray, I don't pray for later. I pray that in the name of Jesus, whatever's corrupting me, whatever's on my mind, whatever's hurting my family, whatever's causing this issue, I command it to break now. God didn't tell me I had to wait. I'm behind on my bills. Money, you need to come now. Why? Because I serve a God. They've had your mind sitting on the side. Feeling like you're just never enough. That's why you say he despised the shame. But you sleep in shame. See, shame make you sleep. I'm never enough. I'm never getting it. I'm never. I'm not just God. This is true. He said, no, 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 no. Teach them. No, no. I told them they're a new creation. No, don't let the devil die. Lie to them like that. Do they not know that, that those who believe I've given the power? I, the devil wants you to believe that. I, I'm giving you the power. You believe. I'm giving you power even just in believing. 
Do y'all know the disciples cast out devils and they wasn't even filled up with the Holy Spirit? Our unbelief so deep. We're afraid of devils. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. You have a treasure. But we've been crippled in our mind to, to not know who we really are. And when you know who you are, now you tell your children who they are. You say, no, 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 stand up. We don't, we don't, we don't talk like that. Even if I don't have the money, don't say I'm broke. Don't stop talking. Like, watch what you say. We don't talk like, we talk heavenly things. Are y'all hearing me? You see how that brings you freedom? See, see, that's a realm. See, it was called a realm called faith. You see how you just jumped into that? You say, wait. I don't have to be like that. Now, what made you do that? That's what faith is. Is faith finished? Okay, so why you have to wait for it? Okay, somebody. Why are you waiting for it if it's finished? He just said Christ began it and finished the finisher of our Oh no. Oh no. If something going wrong, guess what? That's an opportunity. Oh, that's an opportunity for faith to be there. If God has finished it, now we're just dealing with power levels. Oh, I know the truth is, I just got to make sure I believe it enough. Oh, come on, somebody. I know that I, I just got to make sure that I what? Believe. When I believe it enough, guess what? It starts becoming me. When I believe it enough, it starts becoming me. It, 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 it overtakes me. That's why I say don't legitimize what's wrong. Even if you're there, listen, you'll get there, but that, don't you stay there. Just don't legitimize it. You keep working it and working that word and working the word and working the word. And if it's still not there, work it again. Put on a little music this time. Read a couple of scriptures this time. You work it until the spirit of God sent the lifeline and hold on to that lifeline. Like your life depended on it. And ride the wave. You say, what wave are you talking about? The devil's wave. Because he's coming for your mind when you go on to it. Why are you trying to pray like that? You remember you, you, you don't take all that. Why are you trying to do like, like that? You, you can go in while you, you know, emails, or you know, you got to go to work. You know, see, see, you got to learn how to ride the wave a little longer. Abide in me. He said, I need you to ride it. If you don't ride the wave, you won't know my faithfulness in this level. Because as you're riding it, I'm going to ride over your pain. I, 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 there, there are practitioners that are not teaching that Christ is the one. We're teaching to adopt carnal compliance. Thinking that we can merge that with godly divine order. God is saying, when you lift me high, by default, that has to bow.
I say, by default, that has to bow. God is making some things bow in your life. He's sucking out the poison in your life. That you'll never be the same again. Lift your hands if you can. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that the snake that has bitten our life, the poison that has corrupted the minds of your people, the poison, God, of their past, the poison of their childhood, the poison of their hurt and pain, the poison, God, of what people have done, the poison, God, of never being enough. God, every crippled mental decapacitating thought. We set our sights this morning, God. We set our sights this morning, God. And as we see you, we allow that love to heal our pain. Heal on, God. Speak on, Jesus. Teach us to know you, Lord. Teach us to accept your love that we may walk in your power and be healed by your substance. God, we want divine capacity. Oh, give me more capacity. Can you say, God, I want more capacity. More capacity in you. More capacity in you. Oh, God, more power. More power. And that power comes through more love. So God, deal with our hearts. Sanctify our mind. Teach us to forgive. Teach us to let go. Father, we need you. Let us go deep with you. We're going to have the conversation this time. Forgive us, God, for speaking louder than what you want to say. We submit and yield today. For you are love. Thank you for loving us, God. Thank you for never leaving or forsaking. You never gave up on us, God. Forgive us for trying to give up on ourselves. You don't even give up on me. You've set life for us. So God, today, I yield my infirmity. Come on, yield your I yield what I can't do. I yield what I can't be. I give to you what I'm not, God. I'm tired of hiding. I'm tired of acting like I am tired. I don't have time. I can't play anymore. I just give up to you, God. Thank you that you are my identity. You are my sufficiency. You're my source and sustainer. Father, I pray that you touch your people this morning. I thank you for your their healing. You're healing over their life right now. Father, I pray that every stronghold, every curse is broken this morning. It's broken this morning. It's broken this morning. We come out of our old step and we come into the new. In the name of Jesus. It breaks this, hey, it breaks now. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus.
It breaks now. It breaks now. It breaks now. It breaks now. In the name of Jesus. Every lie, every struggle, every word that's not of you, it breaks now. Say, say that with me. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Come on, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Say it again. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Now, I know you got to see it in front of you, but just take a step. Just take a step. Step into your new creation. Boom, that's it. Now lift your hands and say thank you for that new creation. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I declare it. I believe it. I stand on it. I'm going to walk in it. I will walk in it. New creation. New creatures. New creatures for new creations. He said both of them. You're a new creature for creation. I won't believe this lie any longer. I'm tired of working for the devil. Upholding my shame and guilt. Today it breaks. Today I become a truth teller. No, I don't like this. No, I'm not this. No, I'm not like that. I, I become a truth teller. God, I give it to you. We thank you for victory, liberty, and justice. Thank you for victory over your people this morning. Lord, I thank you for strength, might, and power. Touch them. Strengthen them. Thank you for renewal this morning. Thank you for renewal this morning. Fresh renewal. Fresh manner. Thank you for your life, Jesus. We step into the word right now. We will not be only the hearers of the word. We'll be doers of that word. And even as we do this word, we're going to experience that word. I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. I want you to do something for me. I, wherever your mind is, I want you in yourself right now to take a step up inside of yourself. You ready? You want to take a step up, up in, inside of you. You can take a step up. In you, I want you to take a step up and say, I am more than a conqueror. Yeah, tell your flesh, no, no, no. You don't get control here. Oh, no, I, no, I will not be controlled by this flesh. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. No, 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 no. You will not control me. I take a step up by the Spirit. I'm more than a conqueror to those who believe. Bless your people, Jesus. We thank you for victory and making a way. You are God and God alone. The word is able to heal. The word is able to deliver. The word is able to set free. Lord, lay your hand through your word on me. 
that I may be set free. You're so wonderful. You're beautiful. In Jesus' name. I want to share this with you, saints, really quickly, really quickly. Life, listen, listen. Life is a gift. Life is a what? God created us for a purpose. Think about it. You were chosen. You were what? I need you to understand how deep that is. Out of all the choices, God, I was chosen. Life is a gift. And everything that comes with that life is a gift. My children are a gift. Anytime I stop seeing this as a gift, I fall into trouble. It's a what? Your life is a what? Don't let the adversary lie to you to make it problem. See, we've been looking at our life as a problem. It's not a problem. It's a gift. And in this life, we was made to thank God. That's why the way we were made to always worship him and adore him. As thankful, enter his gates with what? Why? Because it's a gift. God, thank you. I there's so much that I can be and so much I cannot even be here, but thank you, it's a gift. The reason why it doesn't look like a gift is because we're living temporal, not eternal. When you learn to live eternal, life becomes a what? Because I don't die. If you're saving here, say that I don't die. Oh, well, the hell got a problem then. If I don't die as a believer, oh, well, what am I worried for? Oh, everything else is just a gift. Welcome me to the world. I don't die. I'm here to deliver a gift. Tell somebody the joy of the Lord is your strength. Why? Because you are here and the gift has been given to the world. I don't die. I don't die. I, I go through a little. I don't die though. So this temporary issue, I will not make it eternal. I will not make it what? No, it stays in temporary. I want you to look at your life. Because I don't die. Oh, all of, oh, I didn't know it was an expiration date to that. It's temporary. So, weeping is only made for a do for night. But, but guess what comes in the morning? Weeping may do it for a night. For, but joy comes in the morning, saints. It's only for a night. You was worried too long. I said you've been worried too long. 
Worry won't add to nobody. Tell somebody, learn, just step into your new creation. You tell your mind what to think. How many of y'all know your flesh get out of order sometimes? That's why we fast. I was like, you out of order today. You ain't eat nothing. That's, you put yourself on self-discipline. I know they were going to the restaurant. You ain't getting nothing. I said, who are you talking to? Oh, I'm sorry, I talk to myself. That's what, that's what we do in the kingdom of God. That's a responsibility. It's not an option. You tell your flesh what to do. Stop believing you're in your flesh, though. You tell it what to do. Stop believing that's you, though. If it doesn't, if it's not in the word, it's not you. Can I help you? If it's not in the what? Okay, take it off of you. God did not say that about me. This is just a statement. So some states, can I give you the recipe? I'm going into today's fasting. And the goal is to walk out in love. And the walk out being loved. Walk out what? I didn't say go give love. I said what? Oh, so that's different. See, we like to say go walk out loving God. No. See, you got to go learn to be loved. So gather all your scriptures that you love to read and go, come on, bring it to the room. And read it until your heart changes. Hey God, did you really say that? Talk to you. God, did you really say that about me? God, did, is this really what you think about me? Have you ever did that before? God, really? You know what's happening? You're learning to believe in his righteousness. And in the righteousness of God, reveal from faith to also the issue I need to see. And it does this. What's that? Your battle is always going to be to discipline your flesh. But I want you to notice, saints, stop trying to expect an outcome if your flesh is not disciplined. And stop making it something that it's not. It's a flesh issue. Everybody, are you hearing me? The reason why I'm saying this is because I need to make it. See, that even simplifies it to you so you stop making it a lot of things. If we crucify that, you're going to start seeing everything else. Now, if I'm having a problem crucifying that, then we're going to work with that. But if my issue is I just can't put my plate down. Are y'all catching? See, there's a difference between being controlled of something and you having the authority to deal with something even though you feel it. How many know we all need deliverance? Church, get used to deliverance, please. Get used to it. Get what? Okay, stop being afraid of it or ashamed of it. Don't do that. Get used to it. Because you need to learn how to deliver yourself and you need to learn how to deliver others. If you're going to do this gospel, you need to learn how to do what? Deliver your and 
You deliver your and so that thing got to go either way. Amen. It's time for you to walk in your new nature and really understand who your God is so the joy of the Lord can start being your strength. I say so the joy of the Lord can be your strength. Today your cry is over. I, somebody say that my cry is over. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to cry to go forward. I, if I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry in the joy of the Lord. Today my cry is over from my past into my future. <laughs> Forgetting those things which are behind me. I press on. Forgetting those. And I learn to cry forward. Learn to fight forward. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for speaking on. Thank you for healing and touching your people. For we are changed by the truth of your word. For your word is powerful, God. It's mighty. It's life-giving. So we'll walk in that light. In Jesus' name. Can you give God one more hand clap? Hallelujah. We're going to prepare our tithes and offering this morning. As we prepare our tithes and offering, hallelujah. I want to challenge you all who struggle with tithing. I want to challenge you and number one, teach you that giving is by faith. Giving is by what? So we don't give by compulsion. We give by faith. Faith is a government. So if you live by faith and you accommodate to that government, you do in accordance with what that government assists of and consists of. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So giving is by what? Giving is by faith. So I want to challenge your giving. The Bible says we can't serve two masters. You either love one or hate the other. So in your giving, thank God. In your giving what? Thank God. I know it's scary sometimes. My knees tremble sometimes too. But in all things, you know what it brings you back to? Faith. Say, God, you own it all anyway. The greatest sacrifice, you own it all anyway. Can you say amen? As you're giving, we're going to look at our announcements this morning. In Jesus' name. God bless you, and we will pray in just a second.
Amen. I am the announcements this morning. <laughs> Glory to God. I want to encourage you all. Uh, we are, I want everybody to listen. I'm going to be beginning every first of the month. As we do prayer, how many know we do prayer every first of the month? Okay. I'm going, we all, we are going to pray. I'm, I have to spend more time when those who desire to come at the height of their call. I got to, I want to spend and have to spend more time with those who desire to come at the, we're going to do every first of the month ministers material ministers. What? So while we're praying, we also going to, I'm going to be teaching on ministerial material. A lot of things that if you really want to come to the height of your call, I'm going to be sharing another level of information to you so you can really start to bring application to your life in complexities of ministry. In the what? How many know we are complex? Okay, how many know people are complex? Hallelujah. So I'm going to break those things down and give you content that you can learn to run with. And, and really have a greater wisdom and knowledge and understanding in those areas. Amen. So every first of the month at 9 a.m. Doing 9 a.m. I'm going to start with ministers material. I'm so excited. Now I'm going to start on time because I got a lot of information. Yeah, I'm going to hold, we're going to hold it to it. But it's going to truly bless you. I, I'm, we're going to get notebooks for it also. Amen. How many are interested in that? You know, I was going to just do it for those who are going to be leaders here. But I said, you know what? I'm going to open up to the whole church. If you feel you called to it, let's go with it. Amen. So uh, be sure to mark your calendar for that. And we're going to really dive into some things in God. Amen. I also want to encourage you, if you're in mastery, continue on with it. Um, keep building in that. I will have that test within the next couple of weeks. So uh, you who are willing to go ahead and take that step, let's take the step. Amen. A lot of you, you ready to take that step. Amen. Amen. If you need to get back into mastery, let me know. Let's do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet if you can. Also, continue to pray. We are at our last, last step with our new building. They tested the system. and So pray also. You know, we, we usually, I want you to pray. God is a provider, amen. But right now we're having to pay for a lot of different things with this building and that building. So just stay in prayer. God is faithful. But stay in prayer. Amen. He's going to see us through. How many of you are ready to come into the height of your call? Come on, I keep looking at this big building. I'm like, okay, God. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We set in some divine markers. How many know a healthy church where we all can come into the unity of our, our gift and flow fluently in the love of God? 
Amen. Come on, I, I wanted to when I'm coming this week, but I know uh, Sister Delia got my, she got a word for me today. Aaliyah, yeah. hey, hey, you know what? You're the height of your call. Then I call you up, you're going to prophesy. Yeah. Well, the teachers. Okay, I'll just preach to you. I want you to go to, 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 Go to the sister over here. She's going to teach you. She knows the Greek and the Hebrew. I did this. I did the spiritual part, but she's going to bring you into the depth of it. See, that's the talk. That's that's the body facilitating itself. Are you hearing me? I'm not interested in being the only preacher here. You don't hear what I'm saying. Some of y'all are real deep. We just putting things in place. Oh, you deep. Yeah, you did. I hear you. What if a believer's connection was in Dallas? I mean, I think that'd be good. What if one was in Fort Worth? Looked like Fort Worth had some good calls. Amen. How many see some dimensional dimensions into this thing? Does the gospel need to be there? Amen. Give our young adults a hand. You know what? Pray. I want you all to keep them in prayer too. God is doing something. And these wonderful birds here, they share their apartment and bring all the young adults and just share love and, and, and fellowship. It's been a blessing. But they're, hey, they're hungry. They're what? Saints. They're hungry. Tell somebody stay hungry. Stay hungry. They be taking some stuff out of me. I'm like, what? Ooh, hold on. Watch that door now. Y'all too hungry in here. Amen. Amen. Give God one more hand clap. Hallelujah. Did I put her in? Stretch your hands towards you. Father, we thank you for this gift that you have given. Bless this seed, God. Thank you for blessing your people. Father, we just come into the newness of knowing that you are all things. You said if those who believe, we believe today. And we stand in faith of that. Thank you for your love and care and your comfort. Father, I thank you that nothing can hold us. Because if you are for us, nothing can be against us. Every lie, we move on now. We move on now. And we step into the newness of life. We step into the newness of life. Breaking shame and guilt. We step into the newness of life. And we declare our newness. Lead us on, Holy Spirit. And bless this day because you've made it. So we will rejoice and be glad in Jesus' name. If you love him, give him a hand clap. Hallelujah. High five two people and tell them God is faithful. God is faithful. I love you. I love you. Smile at somebody and have a great day.